Welcome to the Government Ops Podcast. I'm Rob Anderson, City Manager of the City of Fairborn. And I'm Megan Howard, Communications Manager for the City of Fairborn, and we are the hosts of the Government Ops Podcast. So you may ask yourself, what is the Government Ops Podcast? And really, it's trying to give everybody an overview of the different city departments, uh, what those departments do, what programs we offer, what services we have here. Uh, we're really excited to have folks understand and learn what we do as employees. I think there's a lot of questions that we get about our operations and what uh, what exactly we're doing at times. Uh, some of those are positive questions. Some are a little different, but uh, we want to really excited to share kind of not only the departments, but also the people that we have, uh, the wonderful folks that do everything on a daily basis. So if uh, you're ready for this. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, so let's get this episode going. So on today's episode, we're going to talk with Fairborn Mayor Paul Keller. Paul, welcome to the Government Ops Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. I think this is a great opportunity. Thanks. We're excited to have you. So the mayor is part of the city council, and they have kind of a specific function within our own city uh, government. So I'm going to kind of throw this over to the two of you a little bit, and we'll have a casual conversation about what the mayor and city council does, as well as, Rob, what you do within the city as the city manager and my boss. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So mayor, I'll, let me ask you just a quick question. So um, what is the city council? Who are, who are city council members? Uh, kind of what's the overall role of city council? Well, the, the city council is the legislative arm of the city. Uh, we're elected by the citizens of Fairborn. Uh, as mayor, I'm the face of Fairborn uh, to not only our citizens, but to our local community, uh, other government organizations. Uh, we are a, a group of seven mayor and uh, six council okay. people on that. And you, all of our council members are directly elected. Uh, we don't have things like wards or districts, anything like that. We are, each council member runs at large and gets elected at large, right? That is correct. Each council member, um, looks out and is responsible for the entire city. No, no division of areas there. Good, good. So what are the terms for council members? Council members are four-year terms and can serve two consecutive terms. Okay. So if I'm a council, so we have something different here, which are term limits. Yes. Uh, if I'm a council member and I serve two terms and I feel like I really want to be the mayor, can I run for the mayor then and become elected as a mayor? Yes, the last uh, update to our city charter uh, allows uh, a, another two terms or another eight years as mayor for a total of 16 years. Okay. So kind of question, So, can someone run for mayor without having been a city council person? Yes. And the only requirements to, to run for council are what? How, do you, how does somebody say, okay, I want to run for council? Is it anybody? Do there, are there specific requirements? Well, you have to be a citizen of, of the city. And you have to meet the um, requirements for residents. You have to be a resident okay. of that. And for, for the previous two years before the next election date. Okay. And then is there some paperwork that you have to fill out in order to be on the ballot, so to speak? Yes. You have to pull uh, what's called petitions. Um, you have to um, get signatures uh, showing the support for you as as a candidate. And that's filed through the Green County Board of Elections. Okay. Uh, and that has to be turned in 90 days prior to the election date. Um, and then um, the Board of Election kind of takes it from there, reviews the signatures, validates it, and places you on the ballot. Now, I know on the national level, campaigning is kind of a dirty word, right? 
can you explain kind of how you went about your campaign when you were both running as a council member and also as mayor? Yes, there's. Um, you're also required to have a um, uh, a finance person that uh, files the financial portion of it and you're held accountable for the finance funds. Uh, if you take donations, you don't have to accept donations. Right. You can fund it on your own. Um, then uh, you get your team together to um, participate, uh, get out and talk to the citizens really is, is the objective there. Sure. And all the candidates, I say all, mostly you have um, a vision of, of what you want to bring to the table for the city. Sure. Um, it's not... It's not an axe to grind, but it's it's issues that you would like to see um, taken into account. And so it's not like there's a lot of dark money in running for local government, right? There's it's we're talking yeah. smaller amounts of money, considerably smaller amounts of money. And really, most people, at least in my experience, really want to do something good for the city. Is why they run. Yes, yes. It it uh, you don't run for the money involved. I, mean, right. I can tell you that. <laughs> so we'll get to that. I'll ask that question in a second, but. Um, so can you just share why did you run for city council when you first did it? Well, about uh, eight, nine years ago, um, actually, um, I arrived in Fairborn back in the early 70s and been a resident uh, off and on since. I think I've moved to Fairborn three times just from the local communities back. Sure. But um, as uh, an invested citizen in Fairborn and wanting to, to see Fairborn thrive, uh, I talked to mayors, councilmen. Um, I had some ideas. I thought, you know, we Fairborn could be on a better track than, than we are now, specifically, as you're well aware, uh, my strong interest is in economic development right. and seeing this city thrive. Sure. And so you just you decided that you wanted to be a part of that and try to help get the city where you felt like they needed to go. Yes. And any, anybody that's uh, interested in our city to that degree, you know, I encourage them to uh, step up. Uh, we are term limited, so um, there is a continuing need for folks to step forward. That's an interesting distinction, Paul, because I think a lot of people get the impression that we don't want citizens to be involved in what we're doing because we really kind of want to do what we want to do. And that's absolutely not the case, right? That is not the case, no. And so we've really, part of the reasons we're doing this podcast is to really shed some light on some of the things that people may not know about and may not understand and hopefully through that understanding, we'll get some folks that want to maybe be a part of it. Yes, I, I think it's terrific. Uh, you know, you, you plug the Fairborn uh, Police Department, uh, right. the academy, uh, gives you a behind the scene and look a lot more in depth uh, for the police academy. And this will do it for across the board for our city departments. Right. And this was really something that you pushed. I mean, you really pushed for this type of a, uh, I think we had first called it a, citizen, a leadership academy for the city. Uh, but this is one of your pet projects, you'd say, something you really push for. It is. It is. I, I saw it as a way of, of getting information out to citizens. Um, sometimes there's some confusion in what the city does and doesn't do. But this this is a way to get a look behind the scenes at our departments and get more information on our city. Hopefully get interested in participating and helping our city out. That's great. That's great. So let's get back to the question that we alluded to. So do you get paid as a mayor and a council member? I do get paid. All right. And that's all public record. So do you, would you mind sharing what the pay for mayor and council are? I get paid $10,420 a year. Okay. Council. Um, 
gets paid in seven hundred or seven thousand nine hundred and change or whatever. Yes. So that's that sounds like a lot of money, and it is. But if you were to calculate about what you make per hour as the mayor, given the amount of time and effort that you have to put into it, what do you think you make per hour? Uh, a little over seven dollars an hour. So you make less than minimum wage <laughs> yeah, to be the mayor, right? Be better at McDonald's. <laughs> right, that's right. That's right. Uh, but you're not in it for the money, though. That's not the important part, that correct? That's not the important yeah. part. Good, good. Um, so let's talk about what the what the primary function of city council is. So you mentioned in the lead up here that you're a legislative body. So what what really does that mean? As a legis- legislative body, um, we enact uh, local local legislation uh, ordinances. Uh, which is our local code. Uh, we adopt the budgets. That is huge right. for the city, yeah. uh, looking at the budget, where the money goes, where the taxpayer money goes. Uh, we determine policies and we appoint the city manager. So you mentioned the budget. It's uh, And looking at our budget document, it is a thick binder of information. Um, do you need to really be a budget expert in order to be to have some opinion on what the budget should be? No, no. The um, uh, Our finance department... Uh, recently upgraded to a system uh, where it allows, it's almost like peeling an onion back where the summary sheet is on top. And if you're interested in something, you can you can just peel down to the next few pages below it. And it, it's quite straightforward, really. What do you like about being on being the mayor and being on council? Uh, some good things and some not so good things. You, know? sure. you can't ever please everybody all the time. Uh, the good thing is I like to see where Fairborn is going. And I think we've made some progress over the years. It's uh, Sometimes it's slow progress. Sometimes I want it to go a lot faster, but understand uh, the wheel turns as the wheel turns. Sure. <laughs> and I don't know that you ever get a day off as the mayor, right? There's no day off. Right. <laughs> That's right. Um, can you talk a little bit about the relationship between the mayor and city council and then the city manager and all pick up there a little bit, but I'd like to hear your, your opinion on what that relationship is and if it, what it should be, if it's not what it should be. Well, if anybody's been around a while and has watched some of the uh, council meetings from a good while back, uh, you know, there was a conflict with, sure. amongst the council and uh, we do not have that. Now we have a, um, a good set of council people that's, that's truly interested in our city. Yeah. Um, we we have I like the work sessions better than the council sessions. The council sessions are much more formal, um, and that's that's the voting part of it though. Right. But in the work sessions is when we get to talk, and we have uh, council folks that are ready to engage. Uh, we don't all agree. Uh, if you only watch the council sessions up here, you see yeah, uh, everybody agreed. Nobody's opposed it. We have worked that out uh, at a time in our work sessions. Uh, uh, we like to work sessions to bring different ideas to the table. Sure. And um, we able to work through that. So good counsel. And you mentioned that a very important thing. I mean, it looks like there's no discussion, no conversation when things come to the formal adoption phase. But that simply in, is not the case. Uh, there's all kinds of discussion. A lot of times it can, you know, there can be some differences of opinion. Yeah. Uh, but typically all that is resolved by the time we come before the cameras, right? That, that, that has all been worked out. There's also a read ahead package that, that uh, the city puts together for all the right. council that gives the background information, that gives additional information on, on all the subjects that's coming forward. So all the council has an opportunity to review that well ahead of the council meeting. You mentioned being kind of the policymakers and the legislative body, but that doesn't mean, so for example, you had a, a 
really good desire to do more economic development. So that was one thing that you really wanted to push. Uh, and so as a council member, you can have your own ideas and your own things that you'd like to see brought forward. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how that works? And, you know, it's it's not seven different people with seven different ideas, but you can bring ideas forward and have them be put into place. Is that That's true. And we encourage that. Uh, we look for ideas on how we can uh, uh, move Fairborn forward. Uh, we, you know, our motto is a city in motion. And I think we feel that uh, track very well. Um, but uh, council, different council members have different interests, uh, whether it's sustainability or efficiency or economic development or diversity or um, all of that is pulled together um, and it's discussed and, and we go forward from there. And, and everyone up here has one vote. Right. You know, I don't have a veto power. I don't have, you know, we all have to work together for Fairborn. Now, you do run the meetings and you are kind of the ceremonial leader of the city council, correct? That's correct. Okay. But aside from that, your vote doesn't count any more than My one any of the other six people. Like the other six votes. <laughs> sure. That's true. That's true. So in, uh, let's transition a little bit. So in your opinion, why do we need a city manager? Well, we need somebody to run it day-to-day. Uh, -day. Sure. And that's a city manager's job. So one of the things I should have asked you, so you have a, another job that you do. This You don't sit in the city building every day and take phone calls and figure out what to do. You have other things that you do, right? And most council members really are generally employed elsewhere uh, and do other things. Yes. Um, for, for the manager's uh, mayor's job, um, you, you need to have that kind of time sure. because it was like uh, the groundbreaking for the high school, one o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Uh, if you had a full-time job, you may not be able to, to make that. But it's important that the mayor is there uh, to represent the city along with the city manager or assistant city manager. Uh, also, um, liaison with our county folks. Sure. Um, and those meetings are various times of the day, uh, meeting with the citizens, um, sure. whether it's at uh, Starbucks or Tim Hortons or, or wherever, uh, various times as, as citizens are available. And so the question you mentioned, the schools, the question I'll ask you, and I, I think we get this question a lot as the staff, but um, do we have any oversight, any say-so over the Fairborn City Schools? We, we do not. The, <laughs> the uh, board, uh, uh, the school board has oversight over that. Right. The school board, although it has city in their name, they are not city employees. Sure. They have their own budget. They have their own funding source. It does not come out of the city budget. We certainly work with them, right? I mean, there's certainly cooperation and coordination there at times. Absolutely. Yeah. We partnership with them. Um, and as uh, the president of the board and Gene Lolly, the school superintendent, will tell you, we, we have a good working relationship um, because it's usually as the city goes, so goes the schools. As the school goes, so goes the city. It's, it's really a partnership there. That's great. That's great. So I'll transition into sort of my part of this is, so in my mind, the, the way I describe people who don't really understand how government works or city, local government works in particular, if you think of the city of Fairborn as a private company, uh, the city council would act as the board of directors. And then the city manager is really the chief executive or the CEO. Uh, I report to the board the board tells me, you know, what policy things they want to do. And then it's my job to then go into with the organization and implement the things that, that the council lays out as their priorities. And then you mentioned the budget. I, I agree that the most important thing a council does is adopt that budget because 
if you give me a policy, I need you to give me a, a way to get that policy accomplished. Mm -hmm. And the budget document really is that vehicle. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's an important part. Yeah, Megan. So is this how a lot of cities function or do they function kind of role reversed where the mayor is more uh, doing the job with the city manager? That's a great question. I, there are some cities, most, most big cities, and I mean like the New York cities and those, the mayor is the chief executive. And it's been that way for a long time. In some of the smaller cities, and, uh, and it really is a mix, uh, but for the most part, where you in smaller cities like Fairborn, like Dayton, uh, those are council manager forms. So the city council appoints a city manager. Uh, if you want to win a bet with somebody and you ask them what was the first city that adopted the council manager or had the first city manager, it's actually Staunton, Virginia, and around 1908. Uh, but the city of Dayton really was the model that's used to this day with regard to a non-political paid administrator to implement what the elected officials really wanted. So that's, that's an interesting thing. That's a good transition then to what you do because you are not uh, elected. Correct. You are a paid city employee. Correct. And I am non-political. Uh, so, and I really, I would say that our council is really non-political sure. as well. I mean, it, you know, in my opinion, there's really no place for national politics and local government, really, at least the big things that they talk about. It's true. And uh, the Board of Education, when you follow your paper, you look at the guide, it will tell you at this level, at the city level, it is a nonpartisan position. Yeah. And so I think that really helps because I think there are different political opinions among the council members. Uh, and I think it's fun to kind of poke each other a little bit with some of those things, but it doesn't impede what uh, the council is really trying to do. And I have an ethical obligation to be non-political. Sure. And I think that's for two reasons. One, it doesn't really have a place in local government. But number two, I have to work with all parties because we need to accomplish what we need to accomplish. And I could have five different opinions, political opinions on the council. We need to be able to work together. So that helps me because I actually like that because I don't have to get involved in political conversations. I don't really have to watch the news, frankly, <laughs> uh, other than to know what's going on. So that's an interesting distinction. But yeah, I'm non-political and, and uh, non-affiliated. And so I it helps because then I can just go do the day-to-day -day operations of what needs to be done. Yeah. And I, again, I think that's an important distinction because, you know, some of the negative comments that we will receive uh, kind of highlight this. We need to, you know, to get them out, you know, and it's specifically geared towards the city staff and nobody hired is, you know, got that political uh, agenda behind them. You know, it's, it's, we are staff and the council right. is the council. That's right. um, so can, can I ask you the questions? Absolutely. Please. All right. So be better. what is a city manager? So a city manager is a, and we can have many different backgrounds to be a city manager. There's not one path to get there. It's essentially somebody that can work with the city council to implement their policies. It's as simple as that. It's as, so if council says they want to have more events downtown, which is, I think we started when you first kind of came on as the mayor, uh, then it's my job to figure out how to make that happen. So I work with our existing staff. If I ask for money in the budget, if that's what we're going to do, and then we put those events together uh, and just do the operations piece of it. So what is what was your background before you became the city manager? Yeah, so I have an, uh, an undergraduate degree in urban planning. Uh, so I have, you know, kind of the economic development planning stuff as my background. Uh, I'm a proud graduate of Wright State University and their public administration program. Uh, but really, it could, there's any number of ways to get there. It could be 
police chiefs can sometimes be. There's fire chiefs that have been city managers. There's finance directors. There isn't one true path to get there. I think you just have to be able to work with people uh, and get things done. So, you know, you kind of touched on this a little bit, um, but why do we, why do we need you <laughs> for yeah. lack of a better way to phrase it? Um, you know, because if you aren't here, you know, could the mayor do what you do? I'm going to say yes, probably at some level. But I think the reason that I'm here is because the mayor and the council members have other things that they're doing. This isn't their primary job is dealing with the local government. Is that fair? It's true. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, he's got other things he needs to do. So he, he can only spend a portion of his time doing this. This is my full-time job. Right. And so I can dedicate, you know, 40, 50 hours a week if need be to do what we need to do. And we, we can certainly get more done that way. Sure. And we have how many city employees that you basically oversee? So we have about 250 full-time employees that, that we oversee and in multiple days. So we're a full service city. So we do everything from police, fire, water, sewer, uh, you name it, parks and recreation, we do it. What, you know, I like the question that we asked uh, the mayor of why he ran for, for city council and the mayor. Why did, why did you want to come to Fairborn? So that's a great question. This is not my hometown, but it's pretty dang close. <laughs> uh, so I grew up in Xenia. I've, you know, Green County is my home. Uh, family still lives in Green County. This was a place that I came here to do economic development because of, you know, it was the mayor's focus to do more economic development. So the economic development director we had took another job and I got hired to take his place uh, and really fell in love with it. It was someplace, quite frankly, I didn't know much about, even though I grew up here. Uh, and we really didn't, and I are still trying to figure out how to tell everybody the wonderful things that are happening in Fairborn. Uh, we're really still a hidden gem, believe it or not. Um, and I didn't understand all the wonderful things about Fairborn until I got more into looking at this job. So I came in as economic development director when the previous city manager left. I'd had some city management experience and decided that this council uh, was really a good group to work with. Uh, and you don't always get that in a lot of communities. So it was a great opportunity for me. What is So what is the role between the council and the rest of the staff? Yeah. So that's a great question. So they're really, the, the council information flows through the city manager, right? But in reality, I mean, there are plenty of Fairborn residents that work in the city of Fairborn. So, the you know, this mayor is your elected official. So, uh, you know, there are times where it's more efficient for something to be mentioned to somebody on staff if it's right away. Uh, it's just a, it's a good working relationship. Um, you know, they certainly get a, plenty of access to the staff to talk to them, to get to know them, to get comfortable with them. Uh, but really everything flows through the manager. Uh, but at the same time, they're still, the, they're still your elected official, they're my elected official, right? So you mentioned that, you know, employees living in, in Fairborn, is that, is that a requirement for us to live in the city? Uh, we get a lot of questions about, or maybe even just comments in general about the city manager not living in the city. Sure. Uh, so are we required to live within the city and are you required to live within the city to be the city manager? So I'm contractually obligated to live okay. in the city. Uh, employees, however, are not. And so our employees live everywhere, right? Um, but I will say that the interesting thing about Fairborn that I have yet to find in other communities I've lived in is the percentage of employees that live up here. Uh, and I think that's reflected in the quality of work that they do because, you know, somebody's going to take a lot of pride in their hometown 
and work, I think, not that employees that aren't from here don't, but it's just another, you know, it's just another level and, and highlighting some of the wonderful people that grew up here and continue to live here is something that I think is unique. Like hometown yeah. success stories at that point. Absolutely. Your own local government. Absolutely. Uh, so just to be clear, you do live within the city of Fairborn Limits, correct? I've lived in the city for the last three years. That's right. <laughs> just wanted to <laughs> That's right. just wanted to clear the air of, <laughs> of that, right. you know, rumor that goes around. Um, well, I don't well, know that I have any more questions. So one thing I'd like to ask Paul, and I think the, we've touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to maybe hit it a little bit more is that when we bring things before you and, we decide what we're going to do. That isn't just a spur of the moment thing. Uh, can you talk about kind of the strategic planning that we do together uh, with council and staff uh, to kind of go over what our priorities are and some of the goals that you want to hit? Yeah, that's uh, was another one of my uh, objectives uh, getting on council is uh, when I talked to uh, previous uh, mayor's council, I'd say, who's steering the ship? Um, and basically, uh, who's who's looking to see where the city is going long term? You do the day to day job and you do it right. very well. Um, but who sets the um, strategic plan? And that was one of the things that uh, I really pressed for. And it took us a while to to get the first one uh, together. Um, but we set goals and on those goals, we had objectives and tasks. And, and that's kind of the guidelines and also uh, uh, rolls in with the budget. It says, right. okay, if this is where we want to go and this is where I'm expecting you to, to go and what and to do, then, you know, the part about, well, we have to make sure the budget money is there too. Sure. For that. Uh, so we developed a strategic plan um, and we work towards those goals. And we review those goals every year. Yes, we do. Prior uh, to the budget. Ex exactly. And then we do, a uh, so we really talk about it more than, more than once a year. Uh, they're kind of a topic of conversation and a lot of things that we do, but we uh, formally review them every year and then we'll do kind of a catch up as a status. Where are we uh, yeah. and where do we need to go from that point? Um, and that's an important thing. I, I, I want people to know that that's part of the, how I get evaluated is whether or not I'm doing my job is how we're doing on some of those goals. So yes, and those goals are on our city website. That's right. So if people want to look at them and, and get some in-depth information on it. And uh, once a year, we get the city council together with some of the staff and uh, do a retreat where yep. we go in-depth in, into that and really put some time and effort into updating those goals. So uh, one of the things that I forgot to ask you before we got into much of the detail is, so the city is governed by what's called a charter. Yes. You wanna talk a little bit about the charter of the city? Yeah, the, the charter was established back when uh, Fairborn became a city, right. and that's really our, our guiding um, directive. Uh, and in there, it has uh, what are the powers of the city, the city council, the city manager, um, and that's also available on our website. Uh, people want to take a look at it, but it goes into a lot more deal, detail than what we have covered here. Sure. So if you want to go in and look at uh, financial procedures, planning, nominations, elections, who can run, what the timeline on that is, general provisions, uh, all of that. Uh, it's all contained in their uh, charter. Um, and people will be able to access that through the show notes. We'll have a link to the website where they can get all that information in the show notes. Yes, and, and uh, it's whatever, 10 years the charter is reviewed. Uh, right. A group of previous council members, mayors are put together to, to look at our charter. 
and we had a review last year, I believe, the year before last, yes. that, that ended up with some uh, uh, recommended changes that the citizens vote on. We right. do not change the charter. It yes. has to be voted on by the citizens. And so the, that's a great point is that it's nothing that you guys can just decide you're going to change. The charter is a document that is established and modified by the people. That's true. And so, so is the pay. Right. You know, that's uh, not something we just decide on our own. I think. So. <laughs> right. Uh, so, okay. I wanted to, and I apologize for not doing that earlier. I wanted to kind of get that out there. And also, the charter, and then we have what's called codified ordinances, which are kind of the local laws that govern things in Fairborn. And that's everything from barking dogs to how tall your grass could be, right? Those, those kinds of things. We literally get into the weeds. <laughs> yes, we, we also follow the uh, state Ohio Revised Code, right. uh, but we do the local level of that. Um, one other question before we get on to the, the follow-up here is, so City of Fairborn is located within Greene County. Yes. Uh, Greene County is also obviously in the state of Ohio. Yes. Uh, there are multiple levels of government at play here. How do those level of go levels of government interact? Uh, there's different uh, meetings, different uh, committees, boards uh, available for that. Uh, you know, and as council, we we have different assignments as liaisons to different boards, and in that, um, I work liaison mostly with the base here. Sure, is one of mine. Uh, uh, you and I talk to right. um, Dr. Edwards over at Wright State. That's right. Um, we we have. Um, Pretty good communication with the with the county levels. Uh, sure. I also interface with our state representative, our uh, state senator. Uh, the, the mayors, uh, local mayors here, meet once a month. Uh, we have lunch, and we usually invite the state representative, state senator, uh, or or their representative sure. uh, to, to come and we talk about issues that affect us as cities. So there's cooperation and coordination, not only among other local jurisdictions, but also with the county and the state government. Uh, is that fair to say that we, we interact on a routine basis? I wouldn't say it's frequent, but a routine basis. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Anything we didn't mention, Paul, that you want to follow up on? Is there, so Megan, do you have a question? To come to a council meeting or work session, when yeah. would they do that? The first and third Mondays of the month, unless it's a holiday. Is council meeting uh, the second Monday is a work session. And those are all open to the public. Anybody is welcome to show up. Yeah, um, those are public, open to the public. Uh, the Ohio Sunshine Law uh, drives that. It says uh, all meetings, all decisions are made in, in a public forum. So anybody that would like to come and just has to show up, they don't have to register or nothing like that. They can just come to the meeting. Come to the they, meeting. They get a few minutes if they'd like to speak towards the end of the meeting. If they're yes, so we, we always have a citizen's comment uh, portion on, uh, on agenda item. Uh, and during that time, uh, the citizens can come forward, and it's their opportunity to speak to all the council members. Because of the Sunshine Law, we're not allowed to gather in groups anywhere else. So this is this is a time when all the council is together, and we are uh, addressing city business, and the citizens can come forward and talk. And that's a great point. So I don't want anybody to get the impression that you do anything behind closed doors. Everything you do is open and in the public. You don't gather in groups outside of the public eye. All of your deliberations, everything is done primarily out in the public in front of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I think is so. Unfortunately, I think the whatever qualms people have with the federal government 
are unfortunately placed on the local government, I think because of the access they can get to you guys. Yes. Yeah. So I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. Appreciate what you do as the mayor. And I'm not just saying that because you're my boss, <laughs> uh, but I really appreciate your passion for Fairborn and your willingness to, to spend your time and, and try to improve Fairborn. And that means a lot. All right. Thank you, Rob. Yep. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. So this is episode one of the Government Office podcast. Uh, we will go through the various departments of the city. Uh, we'll do episode two next, which will focus on economic development, which is really the key piece and kind of the engine that drives the rest of the, the rest of the operations, because without economic development, without revenue, it's hard to do anything else. So Megan, do you want to plug our social media? Yeah. So be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at City of Fairborn. Uh, and we're also, again, going to put links to the various things that we talked about in the show notes. And um, we'll also have it on the website. And you can find us on the podcast channels of Spotify, Apple, and Google. Fantastic. Thank you, Megan. Mayor, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks. And thanks for listening to the Government Ops Podcast. And we'll see you around town.